Hey, ladies. Hi. Hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, back to the Garden State Mamas podcast. And I think most of our listeners are probably like, wait a minute, I know those voices. Um, we did a little mini reunion episode. Uh, Casey decided to bail on this one to go watch the Eagles game. So um, it we decided, or I decided, I was going to do a little mini reunion, and I asked Amy to come back on the podcast. We want to talk a little bit, you know, holiday 2023 is coming up upon us quickly, and since Amy and I had talked a lot about surviving the holidays last year and how we were going to kind of change what we were doing for this year, I figured we'd bring her back on. We could talk a little bit about that, but Amy, what have you been up to in the last like six months. How you been? Oh dear God. (laughs) Well, after the first couple recordings, I realized that I am not 100% comfortable hearing my own voice out there in the world. Mm -hmm. And some of the topics we were getting into felt a little bit too heavy for me to speak about without losing my cool (laughs) or crying. (laughs) So I was like, all right, I'm going to stick to light things. And yeah, just, I've just been momming hard and working on myself and just trying to keep everything organized around here. I did a lot of gardening this summer, probably the best garden I've had a lot. I thank you, Lisa, for all your tips. A lot of helpful tips this year. I'm still growing tomatoes right now. And what else happened? We adopted a dog on Sunday. As in today or last Sunday? Last Sunday. Okay. She's adorable. She's a two-year-old cavalier and just really great. Oh, Yeah. That's awesome. So just to catch everybody up, Amy's got a first grader and now your little one is in preschool. Yes. So how are you doing with uh, some extra time on your hands? Well, I don't have that much extra time. Preschool is two hours a day. So between the ride there and the ride back, I have an hour and 30 minutes. I can get three errands done in an hour and 30 minutes with no child. Or um, my very first day, I caulked the tub. (laughs) Well, there you go. So, I mean, things are getting done, people. But yeah, summer was rough with two kids at home. Plus my husband works from home. So all three of them were just kind of, you know, eating and making dishes and making messes all day. I love Mike, but, um, that can be challenging with the three of them. Yeah. Um, the, the grocery shopping amount. Yes. During the summer is just insane. It's like there is no mealtime because they just eat all day. They're Mm -hmm. like grazing cattle. But Amy did get a pool this summer, and it was fantastic. (laughs) It was a little pool, though. Nothing too extreme. I like low commitment here. It was two and a half feet deep, so it was just enough to give my first grader the confidence to take off the swimmies and attempt to swim because she knew she could just put her feet down. So she actually learned to swim this summer. Yeah, that's, that's great. Like, I mean... Danny, the same thing. As long as he could put his feet down, then he figured out how to swim, like, on his own and was great at it, like, so quick. But that tiny pool was just enough for, like, great entertainment. It was. And it was perfect because at the end of the day, I I planned 
pretty much the whole summer to keep the kids active. We didn't do camp. We kind of did a DIY camp with a neighbor who has kids. And we just kept going every day, something, a little mini trip here and nothing like too outrageous or expensive. We just did a lot of DIY crafts and little free excursions around the area and library trips. So it was really cool and it did keep them busy. But afterwards, we could always come home and jump in the pool and that kills an hour to two hours. Yeah, and then it also burns out a lot of energy, too. Heck yeah. Oh, must have been nice. <laughs> it was a really good investment. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon, lightning deal. <laughs> and then um, you also probably heard that Val is back. Um, so, Val, you've been uh, back to work in mom and then right into back to school. And all the chaos that that comes with. So catch everybody up on what you're doing and and how you're doing. And how's baby Hoppy? Well, thankfully, the baby's great. Um, He's a little tall for his age, but that's cool. You know, looking at him, like, when I look at him, he looks like a baby. Like a regular baby. But then when I look, like, in the mirror holding him, he's, like, half of my body. It looks like he's just so long. Um, but yeah, I jumped right back into work. Well, no, I mean, I was off for, I was off for what, almost three full months. So not right back into work. But once I went back, it was like zero to 100 and then school, like you said. So, um, my days are running together. (laughs) You know, it's like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, I'm looking forward to like the holidays. I have a vacation coming up, um, cause to try to like, slow it down you know because now that school started well we're back to doing figure skating Um, my daughter's trying basketball out so it's like we're just always running around which I'm I'm cool with you know gives us the time out we meet people and and it's cool it's fun but yeah just going it's October now so that means it's like basically almost Christmas in my head so well, I was going to ask if you did any like cute October decorations or like fall decorations because your summertime decorations were super cute. Yeah, so I um so I did like like autumn decorations in September. And actually just today I put up like my Halloween stuff. So the front of the house is um like leaves and like I have a pumpkin spice thing outside and it's just more of an autumn feel and then the back deck is like zombies skeleton <laughs> uh, i have the scooby-doo projector thing that spins around um so that all just came out yeah yeah i'm excited <laughs> and now um when i was on the pod- podcast like a few months ago because it's been a while hello everyone again <laughs> listening um i was saying how like i started going to the creek so now that the seasons are changing i'm really excited to actually go to the creek and like tube without getting soaked really i just want to see the trees the colorful trees as i sit in a tube and just watch the colors change can you sit in the tube without getting wet yeah but not i like i don't have to go deep my legs will get wet like i'll wear capris and call it a day but i'm not going to be like like in the summer if we fall off the tube it's funny it's like haha i felt great now Hell no. I just (laughs) sit on the tube with my feet in the water looking at all the trees. (laughs) That's my spiel. (laughs) 
that sounds like fun. Amy, have you done any decorating? Um, very minimal. I just did like just a couple things. A wreath, one of those like metal pumpkins. One pumpkin that I grew in the yard before the plant died. <laughs> that's exciting. And that's it. Just keep it simple. Yeah, I put up like the indoor decorations yesterday and I, I was getting help from Danny. And he was like, that's all we have. And I was like, you're scared of Halloween. Like, yes, that's yeah. all we have. Like, I don't, I, I was like, you've been scared of Halloween your whole life. Like, I'm not going to, I don't have a bunch of decorations for the inside. Yeah. We do do a lot of lights outside, but that's, that's Ariel. He'll, he'll go out there and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I was like, I don't have a lot of decorations. You're scared of it. <laughs> I did have um, a girls night with my sister and my cousins last night. And we made, we made little pumpkins out of socks was hmm. really cute. Hmm. You basically fill a sock with rice and beans and wrap some twine around it. And it looks like the grooves in a pumpkin. Super cute and super easy. Hmm. It was a nice like little bonding night. Mm-hmm. Sounds cute. Yeah, that sounds like something, you know, easy too for, you know. Yeah, super easy. That's craft craft challenged people. Yeah. <laughs> That's I need to look up more stuff because I know with like my daughter when she was a baby, I ha- I did so many crafts using like her feet and her hands, like just little oh. memorable stuff for like me and family. Um, <clears throat> but now she's like older, has an opinion, wants to do things <laughs> differently. So now with the baby who's he just turned five months. So with him, he has no choice yet. So I could stick his feet in the paint too That's and make right. everything and yeah. We're definitely doing like ornaments and stuff, but I know that they have like Pinterest, you know, right. Halloween, autumn, Thanksgiving crafts that we can do like that. I've seen the ghost made with the foot. Yep. So mm-hmm. I, I've seen and that. Then I have one. a laminator too, so it makes it legit. Yeah. <laughs> and you can hold on to it, it won't just like start fading and cracking. Right. And yeah. then I have some stuff of my daughter's like that. And I take out for the holidays. It's like a part of the decorations, oh. you know, because otherwise, I don't know, it would have just been ripped up and thrown away. But some of it's like, you know, I can use that to decorate. What a great idea. Yeah. Thank you. Cute. It's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's so it's so heartwarming to see that. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, otherwise it would just, like, it, it would sit in, like, a, I have a memory box for, like, Danny, right. and I put little things in there. But, like, yeah, that would just sit in a box mm-hmm. and probably never get looked at for, like, years and years and years. And then it's like, oh, but if you make it part of the decorations, that's a really good idea. Yeah. And canvases, you can get, like, a stack of 10 for maybe $10 at Target. But that's big um, for my daughter and then the baby is going to jump in on it too, but just the canvases and that, that can be like a part of your wall decoration. Like <clears throat> I have a reindeer that my daughter did. So every winter time I pull the canvas out, it's like a legit picture up there, you know? Yeah. And you could rotate um, that in, with the seasons in the same mm-hmm. spot. Exactly. I have an autumn one right now that she just did. Cause I, it's like, every time the seasons change, I'm like, okay, I need a different vibe. Can you make something like this? And she's, she's great at sketching and painting. So. She hooks it up. All right, ladies. So we are like 12 minutes into the pod and people who have seen Casey's post are going to be like, 
what's the part two about? Because you didn't talk about holiday season um, with your last week. So Casey posted a bunch of uh, stuff on the social media about this episode being part two. And as per usual of Lisa, I'm hijacking the pod um, to change it up a little bit. Because, ladies, I have some news. What's your news? What the what? Lisa! (laughs) Yeah, we've got some news over here. Oh my god! Are we doing the news now? Well, uh, yes. Yes, the news is... (laughs) I'm um, like, do they they know what we see? (laughs) Um, well, because this is part two, because Casey got the, re- I got the reaction, uh, episode with Casey last week. Okay. Casey was supposed to be here so I could do it with all three of you, um, but she ruined my plans. So this is part two because this is the reaction of you two finding out that I am three months pregnant. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, it was a big surprise. <laughs> I I know, but this yes. is so weird because we just like went through the opposite last year, and a year later, look yeah. at every look at life. Crazy, it's so crazy. We literally, just had this <laughs> congratulations, though. It's exciting. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amy, I was probably at your house and just didn't even know it yet. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So when do you find out what you're having? I already know. You do? Is that what the dessert is for Halloween? Yes. Are you a, sharing? A special okay. dessert. Oh, okay. at the yeah, at the parade party. So wait, we're you know? Gender reveal. Yeah. So um, you're not supposed to know. Hey, I'm geriatric mama <laughs> over here. No, you're not stopping. They run nine gajillion tests on you. Oh, I know. Like I really nine gajillion tests. Um, I got the last time I went, there were eight vials of blood taken from me. Yeah. And that ran everything. Yeah, Amy, it, you know, it ran every single chromosome test that's out there. Um, and then in it included gender. So I've known for a few weeks. Um, actually, I knew right before we left for Germany um, what I was having. So um, we did find out what I mean, there was no there was no like not finding out really. Um, right. So you wait, you knew before you left for Germany then? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was a very interesting Oktoberfest for me. No, but you made it there. I did, and that I was did. the goal. Yes, I did. Um, and you know that's part of part one. Me and Casey did talk about how um, I was pretty much sick the whole time, so I I enjoyed Oktoberfest in a very different way <laughs> than most people. But I did get the okay to have a beer a day from from my doctor, and I couldn't even do that. So. Um, I had about four sips um, on the really hot day that, were, that we were there. Um, and then I had attempted a non-alcoholic beer and that was about two sips in. And I was like, this is awful. Why do they even yeah. make this? And and, yeah. and left it. So, um, but yes, yes, that's um surprise. Yay! So when do, when's the due date? April 2nd. Okay, so that's going to be an Aries baby. <laughs> or maybe an April Fool's Day baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I actually knew pr- pretty much right away um, once I missed my period. I was like, hmm, that's unusual for me. Um, but we had, you know, we had stopped paying attention really is what happened that's what i that's what i was just about to ask because i know we talked about it before and you kind of just you know 
not well, gave it up, but you weren't yeah. trying like you were before. Right. All last summer we had tried, we tried up until November of last year because I didn't want to leave my mom with like too small of a baby to go to Oktoberfest. So like we had stopped in November of like trying. And I also, you know, my mom went through menopause at 40. I'm only a few months from 40. So when it didn't work, I was like, oh, wow, maybe Lisa. it's, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> right. Maybe it's change <clears throat> happening. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's not going to work because I'm too close to when I'm also going to go through it. Um, and then we just kind of stopped paying attention and then surprise. Um, so we're starting all over. <laughs> um, so and, I'll transfer. Yeah. I'll transfer. <laughs> What I, I like, have. <laughs> I was like, I just gave everything to Val. Right. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I have very little left of like what didn't fit in Val's car is all that's you, left here. You know what's good though? The baby's gonna be crawling and moving. So mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff it's like can come right back. Really, he'll be done in like probably two months with some of it because he's already well, I was right. I was actually like, I wonder if Val has those maternity pants because I could probably use those real soon. I oh think so. I know I I put a lot of stuff away, so let me go through my stuff. Yeah, and that's so funny. That is isn't so it? Funny. Crazy. it? Yeah, and good timing. Yeah, because babies, it's like every four months they're out of the thing that you thought they would need for for a long time. Like, oh, yeah. four months, you're out of the baby harness, the baby swing, whatever it is. Yeah, my son has his uh, a little chair that was like a lifesaver at first, right? Now if we sit a minute, his butt is on the floor, leaned back, and we're like, okay, <laughs> you're too big. Oh, I know what you mean, that that little bouncy seat that's yes. not really that bouncy, but if they swing their legs a little bit. A little bit, and then they but really he's just laid back. Over. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Danny lasted very long in that, that seat either, but that's because he came out chunk and was just got chunkier and chunkier as very quickly oh yeah that's where we're at this guy is um he's i he's hulk yeah that's what i call him yeah so that's like okay so we'll have baby friends too baby cousin friends yeah yeah and then i was like well they usually come in threes so javi was one baby beans two i don't know who's gonna be three (laughs) someone outside of this house No one else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you never know. Well, you know, my brother likes to ruin these kind of things for me, so I wouldn't be surprised if like something random happened there. Yeah, he just made a joke saying he's gonna come visit me. He's like, Are you pregnant this time? I'm like, No, thank you. Just (laughs) shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm normal. I'm normal now. I'm fine. No offense, Lisa. You're kind of normal, but you're also not. Because at any time, if you throw up, it'd be acceptable. We'd be like, ah, eh, she's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you, you just know? started crying over nothing. It would be like, yeah. Wait a minute. Or today I had like Didn't the super short fuse. That you were crying over nothing? I don't think so. I don't. I feel like I've been having this premenopausal conversation with a few people that are just like, well, maybe I'm just premenopausal. And I feel like you and I were having those conversations where we're just like, things are different, but maybe not. Maybe they were different because you were pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I feel like, cause I was over there before I went to Knobles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like two weeks at that, that time. Yeah. So it, it was very 
very unknown at that point. I found out um, August 1st. So then I had to change doctors because um, I delivered at Pennsylvania Hospital. And, and I will never step foot in that hospital again if I... As long as there's no emergency and I'm on like 8th and Market or something, I plan to never go to that hospital ever again. So I had to switch doctors. And then, of course, you know, I was leaving in that time frame that you get a lot of the um, the NT scan and so things. So we had to like squeeze them in. I was literally like back at the doctors like two days after I came back from Europe. Um, so it's just been it's been a whirlwind. Uh, a lot of appointments right before I left too, just because my age apparently. Right. They really, they really up the the amount of stuff you have to go through when you're really? when you're older. I forget if it was yeah. thirty two or thirty five, but once you hit thirty five is when you are considered geriatric. It used to be advanced maternal age. I would like to go back to AMA. I don't really like this geriatric term. It's bad enough I'm already called a geriatric millennial. But you not have to say that. that, do they? <laughs> yes. Where I went, they just called us high risk pregnancies, and everyone no, in the waiting room was just in the same boat. No, it's geriatric. Uh, geriatric. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know, but that's terrible. Um, that's. Yeah, so it's it's very and then it's like it's on everything, it's everything they talk about. And like we brought me and Casey brought this up before is like women in, are having babies so much later now. We are. That like I feel like those numbers need to kind of catch up with the times because I mean not necessarily the age thing. 40 is still kind of old to be having a kid. Um but with the percentages of like chromosomal defects and stuff like that, the percentages are so high because less people are having babies. But now that more pe people are having babies, like, I don't know, the eight vials of blood at eight weeks was like, <laughs> this is a lot. And then, and then getting, you know, and then also getting the results of the blood work before the doctor gets them. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting here like reading through them all, that, copying though. and going into Google to find out what words oh, mean and stuff like to. that. That's like the number one rule: don't do it. No, like, I mean, how do we? Right. I mean, everything. <laughs> Step one. Yeah. Well, like some of the things was because they ran like a regular like blood panel, and so I was like dehydrated because I could barely keep anything down at that point. Right. So like yeah. I was super dehydrated. It doesn't say dehydration; it said something else. So I like looked it up, and I was like, oh yes, I was definitely dehydrated when I got this blood test done like that makes sense um but all the chromosomal stuff came back negative um so even though i was looking up what some of this stuff meant it, i wasn't looking it up because i it had like come across right. as positive or anything like that but it is kind of weird that you get this you get your your results before you talk to your doctor and so, mm -hmm. and so you just have this whole like eight page document of like so much. And then they were asking, like, oh, do you want to get tested for sickle cell? And I was like, do is that necessary because of my age? Right. <laughs> like, Why? And, and then I was worried, like, the, some of the things that they were throwing, I was like, wait a minute. Is my insurance even going to cover this kind of stuff? Like, whoa. I know you want to throw all these, like, tests because you can test for them. Right. But I am... Do we need to? Like ninety nine point five percent 
Caucasian. And they were like, well, you know, if you have any, like, in your ancestry. And I was just like, um, I don't think my insurance is going to cover that one. <laughs> so it was, it was a lot of like, do you want to get tested for this? Do you want to get tested for this? Do you? And I'm like, I don't even know what some of this stuff is. Like, at least I yeah. knew what like sickle cell was. And then they had, um, the one genetic mutation that comes from the Jewish, uh, line. Bracket. Yeah. I, and I was like, I'm not Jewish <laughs> and I don't come from a Jewish line. So no, I don't think that. And then they also have the like Ty Sachs, which is the one that comes down the Irish line. I mean, the brand is like, helpful though, because a friend of mine is Polish, not Jewish okay. at all. And she, her family carries the BRCA. But I'm, for her to know. I'm not even Polish. <laughs> like I'm, I'm none of those places. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, so then they said Ty Sachs and I know that's the Irish line, but you have to be like two generations removed from Ireland. I'm like, I'm like seven generations removed from Ireland. I don't like, know what that is. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm not, no. And then they were really pushing the like cystic fibrosis carrier. And I was like, look this girl's getting fixed after this since you're already going to be in there we're just going to take care of this because there's going to be no more we had already said there was going to be no more <laughs> and we're having a oops <laughs> um but is so, it an oops though because i feel like you tried and then you, yeah, you just no. told me this summer like if it doesn't happen before germany then we're done well it, it was supposed to be the baby was supposed to be born before Germany, so I could have enjoyed Germany. Well, um, he or she missed that memo, so... Yes, the bean decided to ignore that and wanted to go to Germany as well. So, I had so much trouble in Germany. That was the hardest part of, like, finding stuff to eat and functioning. I mean, we walked in on Sunday... And I never have a problem with crowds, ever. And I walked in and there were so many people at Oktoberfest. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. There was a million people that first weekend that visited the grounds. And I was like, I don't I don't know if I can do this. I did it. I hung in there. Um, but Germany was definitely the hardest part of it. Um, but yeah. So we're going to have another April, baby. Well, that's exciting. So exciting. And you know what's funny is I ended up on the same exact cycle. Danny's due date was February 2nd. And the Bean's due date is April 2nd. Huh. Yeah. So seven years later, I ended up on the same exact cycle like as what I was. Right? <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I knew at like five weeks I was pregnant. Because I was like, I am way too regular. Mm -hmm. And my boobs hurt a lot. So... Mm -hmm. I was like, mm, guess I should take a test. But I was really upset. The tests at Target are like $20 a piece. And I was like, I am pretty much 100% sure I'm pregnant. I'm not spending $20 on a test. I, for my first pregnancy, I bought those tests. I bought like three of the expensive tests. And by the fourth pregnancy, I was buying them at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> I thought yeah, about yeah. it. Just buy them at the Dollar Tree. They work. They're all the same. You just pee in a cup and dip it in and just throw the cup out, people. Like, 
Yeah, I ended up getting the $6.49 because I didn't feel like doing another stop. But I was just like, while I was standing there, I'm like, I know they have these for real cheap at the dollar store. Now, if the the Dollar Tree one comes out negative and you're like, ah, I don't feel like that's right, then go Mm -hmm. back. But if it's positive, there's no false positive on these tests. It's just like, it's, it's plus no, I did find it interesting that the new doctors, um, because I went to Penn Medicine my first go around and I'd been with them forever. Um, they did like an ultrasound at six weeks. Wow. They they were like on it. This doctor's, they were like, well, we don't really see people until like your eight weeks. Same. Same with my mom. Um, yeah. So I went in later, you know, and then they didn't do an ultrasound at that time. They just... Um, confirmed with a blood test and stuff and and that was that um which i my cousin was very upset about because and i had to remind her that we are in a state that is does not have six week bans um (laughs) because i was like because she was like if they don't see you until after six weeks then did it and i was like we live in a state that doesn't have a six week ban they they it's okay to be seen after six weeks because you still have a choice at that point right um but she was very very upset about that i was like it's fine it's fine um but yeah it was uh so that was a little different is that i went at eight weeks and there was still no ultrasound or anything like that and then i guess i went again at like nine weeks and then 10 weeks they did the ultrasound i think it's 10 weeks it was only this big at that time. Oh, so it was bean, and that's what we've been calling it—the bean. <laughs> and Danny knows now. We he did does? tell him. Yeah, we told him on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday we told him. How does he feel? He's so excited. He is bursting at the seams of excitement, which I was worried about because he has been asking for a sibling. Um. But I wasn't sure that actually becoming a sibling would be something that he would really be into. Yeah. Um, but he is, he can't stop talking about it. I don't know how we're going to keep the surprise from people when it comes to the gender. Because we also told him the gender. Oh, yeah. That's out now. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, so we have to keep reminding him. Now, he is pretty good with like when he had a movie night on Friday at school and I was like, we're not telling people here. We're keeping the surprise here. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And he didn't tell anybody. So I think he does kind of understand that there is a level of like, this is going to be exciting. And if you want to be part of the surprise, you can't give the surprise away. Right. So, but yeah, I'm uh, 13 and a half weeks at this point. I finally feel normal again. I lost like 11 pounds. Right off the bat, it was it was rough. Them first few months are so brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So brutal. I passed out on the plane going to Paris. Oh, no. Because yeah. I was getting sick, and I think I, like, jumped out of the seat too fast, and then, like, the blood rushed to my head, and then just crumpled to the floor. So, <laughs> it was well, a good time. Quite a scare for everyone. Oh, yeah. Well, and... Uh, um, it was very, we, we could definitely tell we were not on an American flight, um, because not that the flight attendants didn't care. They were very, very helpful and they really did like 
you know, made sure I was okay, got me water, had me sit like off to the side so I wasn't in the way, like with cold air, like they were really taking care of. But it was like, oh, what are your seats? And we gave them our seat numbers and they were like, okay, well, when you feel good, you can go back to your seat. Like no um, report, no like worried about lawsuits, like none of that. It was just like, well, you weren't our first medical emergency today, so... And that's how it kind of went. Like, oh, okay. We're definitely on our French airline. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. It would be a mountain of paperwork if you... Absolutely. If we had been on an American flight, it would have been like me signing away my my life right there, like on the plane while I was still like throwing up my guts. It would have been like, <laughs> we're going to need you to sign this, that, you know, so yeah. But yeah, it's I, I finally feel normal actually eat multiple meals a day i want a little ham on the chips at the mexican restaurant because i was starving and then ate like a bite of my meal and i was like why do i keep doing this myself i should just order appetizers you should yeah so yeah well because pregnancy knows is a real thing so i think the second you enter the restaurant you need to eat because you can smell all of it well and we we had like we had planned to go to the food truck festival and then from the, we drove all the way there then did kind of like the loop around yeah. and then changed our mind and went to a restaurant. So there was like another 20 or so minutes from the time that I was like, I'm hungry to when we actually like walked into the restaurant. So when she came over and she's like chips and salsa, I was like, and guac, <laughs> like, just <laughs> all of it, all of we, we need, we need it all right now. Um, yeah. So tore up some, some chips today, but but yeah, I'm feeling, when I talked to Casey last week, I was still kind of pretty sick. And um, so it was, I struggled through the last couple podcasts with her because I couldn't tell her. And then um, I was feeling pretty awful. I'm actually surprised she didn't notice because my mom was like, your face looks like a skeleton. I thought your face was, looked different. Your eyes are glowy. My grandma always tells me, well, my grandma always used to say when people were pregnant, their eyes were glassy. I started to have like I mean I have pretty solid cheekbones anyway that like to stick out but um they were really starting to like I'm starting to sink in above and below so it was like I was starting to look a little skeletal but we're good we're good hey so that was my hijack of the, the podcast I'm so excited for you seriously is Ariel freaking out is he so excited yeah, he's excited. He, um, I think we lost Val. Oh. All right, well, Val's just going to have to come back next week. She's going to figure out her microphone. She's going to come back next week. And maybe we'll talk a little bit more. <laughs> Holidays and all that kind of stuff. Oh, look at him. So cute. But we'll catch you on the next one, Val. Bye, Val. Bye. All right, well, we lost Val. Technical difficulties. You know, what do you that's do? just what we do. That's, that always happens. <laughs> well, not really, but we always have technical difficulties. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the news that's coming out of the, the household over here. So yeah, I think holidays are going to look a lot different for, for me this year. Yes. Um, my mom was already like, so what do you want to do for your 40th birthday now? <laughs> I was like, well, you know, you don't have to change everything up just because I'm not drinking. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, um, 
really shocked, really happy. We're all happy. Like everybody's excited. Having Danny be excited helped a lot. That's a beautiful thing. It's going to be all starting all over again. Yeah, but you know what? You're going into it with all the knowledge. Mm-hmm. You're like first time parents, you just you freak out over every little thing and and now you just know that it's going to be okay and all kids are on their own timeline and like there's probably going to be a lot less googling, right? Yeah, yeah, there's going to be, and then there's also the confidence that comes with it. I mean, once you've had one and and you've gotten them to the point that they're at school every day and, and all that, um, you it's like, okay, I made it through the, the really hard part. Right. You know, now I get a little bit of a break before the teenage years come and then that's a whole new world. But like, there's confidence and then because Danny's will be seven at the time like he'll be really helpful right so and we're both coming at this you know i am six years older than my brother and ariel is eight years younger than his brother so we both have the experience of having that big age gap between us and then we have the opposite experience me being the oldest and him being the youngest so we have kind of the experience on both ends of what it's like to be that far apart of a sibling. Yeah. So, you know, each generation, you just want them to have it a little bit easier than you did. And so I think having that in our back pocket already is already going to help. It is. And I think sometimes when we're trying to do family planning, we think, well, me personally, I thought, Oh, two years apart, that would be perfect. Well, like, life doesn't care what you want and my kids are three years apart but I look at it now and I think well it's so great because there's less competition because they are developmentally in completely different places so they don't look at each other in that in that way of like oh look what she can do and I can't do that yet instead they look at it oh well she's three and I'm six well obviously she can't do what I can do but I and you, and, encourage her and, nu- and nurture her, right? And you also have like, the, you're still, but you're still going to have that where your oldest doesn't remember a time that your youngest wasn't there. Yes. You know, so you do have that where like, even though they're three years apart versus two years apart, your oldest isn't going to remember a time that, that the youngest wasn't there. So that's pretty cool. I mean, that that's that's like the struggle I think from being the oldest and having that gap of like I remember many years of being the only right but in my way I wasn't the only because I had so many cousins that like were always there (laughs) you know like there were times that I would have cousins that stayed at our house for a week at a time so like there were always other kids around but I think what excites Danny the most and he says it all the time is now I'm not going to be alone Hmm. and I don't think he like I see it as like thinking of the future of like oh he's not going to be alone to have to take care of me and Ariel when we're older like that's where my brain goes but you know we talked about it and it's kind of like I don't think he's actually thinking that far ahead 
I think he's truly just thinking about like being at home and he's not going to be alone. It's going to be really fun for him to watch the baby grow yeah. and, and teach the baby different things, you know? Yeah. And I, th- and I think it also gives him the perspective of like the baby doesn't come out ready to play immediately. Yeah. And by the time the baby is old enough to play, he'll be like 10 and probably, you know, he'll do the like fun teaching things and like playing, but like, it's not going to be like, there's not going to be that, those like battles or the fighting and that kind of stuff because of the age gap. So I think it's, I think that's, although me and my brother fought like crazy people. But it it had, it was later, you know, he was at least 10. (laughs) Yeah, because he was 10 and and you were a teenager and he was probably driving you crazy. Mm -hmm. Getting in your space. Yeah. But this gives him a lot of empathy and and teach him how to nurture a small person. He's going to be a, he's going to be a great dad when he grows up. Yeah. Because he's going to know how to take care of. And at the level of, like, not just, like, oh, get mommy a diaper. It would be a lot more of, like, hands-on experience because he's big enough to do it. Yeah. And big enough to remember it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We're really excited. Looking forward to it. It's nice that most of the testing's done. Everything came back negative. And we still have, like, the anatomy test. But there was no way I was hiding this until 20 weeks because I'm already showing so I was just like, I'm not going to make it another two months no. without people being able to tell. And like you said, people are going to take one look at your, the, your face changes and, and even the way people stand when they're pregnant is different. Yep. I'm already full swaying. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I stop, I start swaying. Yeah. So. Like you're rocking a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it was, um, and I also... Like, I disappeared, really, because I was like, anybody who sees me this sick is is going to know something's up. Yeah. So, like, exactly. I, like, disappeared. I mean, I told the group in Germany because there was no way I was getting out of not drinking in front of all of them. Um, so, and at that point, I was 12 weeks. So, I was like, okay, right. I feel comfortable enough telling them. But, yeah, it was, um, it was a very different Oktoberfest for me <laughs> than most people. What a happy surprise. It was. It was. Well, it is. It is. Um, and we just keep getting more because like, you know, the differences between these ultrasounds are it, how much it grows in such a little amount of time. Uh, but yeah. I don't know how I'm starting over at 40, but we're starting over. It's all good. And I feel like, you know, the podcast helps a lot because we've got moms of all ages. You know, we we are a resource for other people. And then this is just another level of that. Like, my experience at my age yeah, will only be, like, something that people can go back to that if they get pregnant at 39, you know, they'll be like, Lisa did this. Right. It's okay. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be fine. It's going to be fine. Your body um, only takes on what it can. 
And my mom had, you know, she was like, well, it's not like you're an old 40. Like you're young and you're, you're young 40 and you're healthy and you're active. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't feel 40. I never really don't act like I'm 40. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So it's a whole new. Now, Amy, we're going to have to have you come back because I do want to have this holiday 2023 chat. Oh, for sure. Where we actually, actually talk about how we're going to handle the next three months. Yes. And who's hosting what and who's doing what and what we're changing up from last year. And we need to have this chat because I think also the listeners are probably thinking, Oh no, it's October 1st. (laughs) I know I've my, it's upon us. When you asked me to do this podcast, my mother-in-law had texted me about um, cookies with Santa weeks before that. I, I want to say it was the end of August and she asked me about cookies with Santa. Mark it on your calendar. And I wasn't sure how to respond because I was like, cookies with Santa? I, I don't want to mark my calendar for that. It's the summer. The kids aren't even back to school. I don't want to put things on the calendar yet. Yeah. Like, I want to figure out what my commitments are going to be. And sure, that sounds great and wonderful for the kids, but... Uh, no, I'm just not ready to even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, like one, my mom's already asked me about my birthday and I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't have an answer for you. I'm not thinking of December right now. No. Um, also the, when we were at the farm today, um, we went apple picking, very fall thing to do. So we went apple picking today and all over the farm is the Christmas lights, the the marketing for the Christmas lights. Certainly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think about that. And actually, all that makes me think about is, oh, it's going to be cold soon. Right. Because they don't, they start hanging the lights now because they don't want to, right. a lot of people just don't want to do that. Now, I have already pulled my tomato plants. I got rid of them all. Did you? So we're going to have to have a garden episode because I was also way too sick to deal with the garden Hmm. at the end of the summer. Yes. And so I don't have a fall garden this year. I haven't really even walked in the garden in probably six weeks. Um, Luckily, while we were away, my parents stayed here. My dad helped like clear out a lot of the tomato plants and stuff. And then Ariel's just he had to go do the melons and the watermelon and all that kind of stuff today he did that i still have all my pepper plants going so i am keeping them up i gotta actually harvest and i can handle peppers for someone who grows thousands of tomatoes that was a trigger for me (laughs) i couldn't handle i could handle like cutting them and roasting them but i'd have to leave them in the oven and ariel would have to come behind me like an hour or so later and bag them and freeze them because I could not open the oven and smell roasted tomatoes. I So I have bags and bags and bags of roasted tomatoes ready for me to make sauce, but I can't handle the smell of tomato sauce or anything tomato. That's a weird pregnancy thing. I've never heard of tomatoes as a problem. I, I mean, it was a problem. 
Oh yeah, chicken was a problem. I mean, for a minute there, everything was a problem. I lived, which judge me all you want, off of Slim Jims and Funyuns for about two weeks. I'm not judging. You needed protein (laughs) and salt, it sounded like. That is all that would stay down. So I ate Slim Jims and Funyuns for like two weeks straight. Um, so yeah, tomatoes, chicken, yeah, I'm still uh, about chicken. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I will be making spaghetti sauce probably in like November to can. I have like nothing canned. I have nothing preserved. So I'll be doing that hopefully when I start fully feeling better and then I have tons and tons of peppers that I need to seed and freeze wait so what do I do with my tomatoes now my leftover tomatoes I can put them in the oven and roast them yeah I roast them up and then or without the skins so if you roast them with the skins when they defrost the skins will just pull right off alrighty then so that's what I do I roast them with the skin I cut them in half put them on the sheet olive oil salt and pepper roast them in the oven, freeze them, and then when I'm ready to make sauce or or whatever I'm going to make, well, you can pretty much only make sauce, maybe salsa if you want to, Yeah. but pretty much sauce. When it's time for me to make sauce, as they defrost, the skins just come right off. Hmm. And then I can just blend them. I also like de-seed them. So when I cut them, I squeeze them to get as, the, as much of the seeds out as possible. Yeah. You roast them so. skin side up or down? mixture i just kind of throw them on the pan oh that's easy yeah i'm not playing around with that i just <laughs> I have a bunch left over i just need to use them and like just be done with it yeah um, right now i'm hoping that i'll eventually be able to make sauce because right now i can't and then also i live very close to a tomato packing plant so in the summertime we get like you can smell when they're making marinara you can smell when they're doing spaghetti sauce you can smell when they're just doing like diced tomatoes Mm -hmm. it was awful (laughs) i like could not go outside get a whiff of it and be like (laughs) that's how i always always knew i was pregnant that was the first thing that tipped me off like after the missed period if i could smell everything or if i was saying a lot oh, this smells good, or the trash needs to be taken out because it smells... As soon as I notice myself saying it multiple times a day, I'm like, oh, this is real. I am really pregnant. Yeah. Mine's the boobs. Mm. They hurt so bad. So, so bad. And I was like, oh, okay. Guess we're going down this path. <laughs> Again. <laughs> After I get rid of all my stuff. Well, that's okay. Cause you didn't, it didn't go far. And so funny that Val just had a baby because you, the second you told me everyone in my life was like signed off. We're done. We don't want the stuff in our house. Find someone to take it. And everyone I called was like, all right, when can I give you the stuff? Cause I, I really want to get rid of it right this second. So yeah. all that stuff will come back to you. And yeah. You know they only so, need onesies and diapers anyway, so. Oh yeah, I'm not even worried about. I'm more worried about like 
I mean, I would have had to get a new car seat anyway. Totally, yeah. Because apparently they only are good for seven years. Yes. All chunks of plastic and styrofoam, but they're only good for seven years. Right? What are they doing with all these things? I don't know. <clears throat> Landfills. Hmm. <laughs> um, so I knew that we would need a new car seat. And then other than that, it's like, I did tell Ariel I want to invest in a good carrier because I have a feeling I will be baby wearing a lot more just because, you know, Danny and baseball and we're like, you know, I want to be able to, to, I want a good carrier. And I was like, yeah, other than that, I'm not really worrying about much. I wore Sarah so much more than I wore Olivia because yeah, necessity, you're going places. Grocery shopping is easier because when you have two kids, it's so much easier to follow the one that's walking if you have the baby strapped to you. Because if he wanders off in a store, what are you going to do? Exactly. So I was like, I want a good carrier. We're going to need a new car seat. That's it. Yeah. You know, we'll figure out the rest. Uh, Actually, one of the PTA moms, she is getting rid of her. She has twins. She's getting rid of her cribs. She was like, I got a crib for you. You can just have it. And she was like, mattress and everything. You know, it wasn't, it was used for like seven months. She's like, my son has a pickup truck. He can drop it off for you. And I was like, sounds good. (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, it's gray. And I was like, I don't care. The the kid's not going to know what color it is. When you can't sell sell cribs. We gave ours away for free too. Yeah. Just wanted it out of gave Yeah. I gave mine to, to Val. Um, but yeah, I was like, why would I, and they ended up having to get rid of the other, the PTA mom, they're getting rid of theirs because they've, the twins, the crib converts into a full size bed, right? but they have two kids in one 10 by 10 room and they couldn't fit two full size beds in the room. So they were like, we can't even use the convertible part of this because we don't have the room for for that. Well, isn't that funny that we all think we're so forward thinking? Mike and I got the full size convertible crib as well. But you we transitioned Olivia into a toddler bed because we were having another baby. So we didn't we couldn't even use a full size bed. Yeah. Nor did mm-hmm. I want to change a full size bed worth of sheets for a toddler who was still gonna wet the bed. Exactly. They yeah. really have the market on us, don't they? <laughs> These companies. Um, so yeah, yeah, lots of uh, fun updates. We'll get you hopefully back next week and to talk the holiday stuff. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about that. Yeah, off totally offline on what actually works out. But to our listeners, that is part two of our exciting news here at the Garden State Mamas podcast. I'm doing the mama thing all over again, starting, starting fresh. So, um, hang with us on this journey. I will be as open as I can be about all this fun stuff. Uh, we will be keeping the gender secret until the parade party. So, um, after or towards the end of October, the podcast will find out what it's going to be as well. Um, and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.